You're listening to Immaculate Conception Podcasts, recorded every Sunday at the 11 o'clock Mass at our new church located at 411 Palma Road in Columbia, Illinois. For more information about Immaculate Conception, please go to www.icc-columbia-il.us. Our pastor is Father Carl Shear. And now, enjoy the podcast. Several years ago, when I was the pastor in another parish, and they were doing a pictorial directory. And so, I had my photograph taken, and after I saw the proof, I said to the photographer, I don't think this photo does me justice. And he stoically said, Father Carl, when it comes to your picture, what you need is not justice, but mercy. This octave day of Easter, the eighth day of our 50-day Easter celebration, is referred to as Divine Mercy Sunday. Hence the reason for the image of Jesus, of the Divine Mercy, present here near the altar today. Every year on this second Sunday of Easter, we hear the gospel passage that is often referred to as the story of the doubting Thomas. But too often, I think, when we focus upon the doubting Thomas in this gospel passage, we tend to overlook another important message in this gospel story. And that is, we forget that these disciples were hiding out behind locked doors, afraid that what had happened to Jesus would happen to them, knowing that just a few days earlier, they had abandoned and betrayed Jesus as he was being taken away to be crucified. But when our risen Lord appears to them, he doesn't reprimand or scold them, but probably much to their relief, after showing them his wounds, he simply says, peace be with you. It's his way of saying, this is what I suffered, but all is forgiven. Be at peace. This is what divine mercy is all about. And in a sense, this is indeed another proof of the divinity of Jesus, for no mere human being would be able to do that. For who among us, when we have been betrayed or grievously hurt by someone, lets go of all resentment, hurt, and anger, and says to them, peace be with you. But on this Divine Mercy Sunday, Jesus, by his own example, is teaching us that the capacity to forgive is divine, God-like. And the ultimate proof that we are a true follower of Jesus is that we, too, are all in when it comes to mercy. Our Holy Father, Pope Francis, when three years ago he declared a holy year of mercy for the church, on this very Sunday in 2015, referred to mercy as the premier virtue and wrote in the papal decree announcing the Holy Year to let go of anger, wrath, violence, and revenge are necessary conditions for living joyfully. Divine mercy is not just something that we receive, but also something that we must also freely give. 
a concept that we hear bantered about and debated a lot in political circles today is amnesty. But the truth of the matter is, each one of us, because of divine mercy, has been granted spiritual amnesty. That is, pardon for our transgressions. Let us not be so quick to judge or condemn others. For indeed, we are all beggars at the doorstep of God's mercy. I always find myself cringing when I hear the term bleeding hearts used in a demeaning and derogatory manner. For this is what Divine Mercy Sunday is all about, a sacred heart that bled for us so that we might be freed from the death of our sins and given hope of resurrection and eternal life. We should be proud and honored that anyone would refer to us as a bleeding heart, for that is the essence of who and whose we are. And so on this Divine Mercy Sunday, let us recommit ourselves to giving freely that which we have been freely given, divine mercy, so that through our mercy, the whole world may come to believe that God is good all the time. All the time.